Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Horsham Church of Christ. For more information, please visit our website at www.horsham.org.au. The other partnership that we're really excited to introduce uh, to you this year and into next year is uh, with Damien and Hannah. So um, it's good to have Damien and Hannah with us, and they're really excited about doing this on video. Uh, they've been through a process of conversations and discernment and wrestling with the call of God on their life, um, so that we're going to announce uh, their partnership today uh, and their move into global mission work. Um, this is probably the least exciting part of that process, isn't it, <laughs> having an interview? Uh, firstly, just introduce yourself to us. Sure. So I'm Hannah and this is Damien. Um, we've been a part of the Horsham Church of Christ myself for eight years, Damien for seven. Um, I grew up in Shepparton and Damien grew up in Bega. Um, we both moved here for work. I'm an optometrist and Damien at the time was an agronomist but has since retrained and is now a high school teacher. Um, We've been married for nearly six years and have two lovely kids, Addie, who's two and a half, and Liam, who's three months old. Wow. A busy house then? Certainly is, <laughs> yes. Yeah, most days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because not just about, like, you teach VCE as well, don't you? Like, yeah, so it's biology. Yeah. Yeah. What other years are you teaching at the moment? Um, seven, nine, and 11. Okay. Year, so. Wow. Pretty busy. Pretty busy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Yep. When did you first engage or connect with the invitation to follow Jesus? Tell us about your story to follow Jesus. Um, I'll start with um, me. I grew up in a Christian household, so we regularly went to church and um, did devotionals at home. Um, and I think when I think back, when I was 11 or 12, one night I was doing a devotional with Dad and then I went to bed that night and told Mum that I think I want to follow Jesus. Wow. So, that's sort of where I made the decision and from then on it's just been um, a lot of getting to know God better and maturing in that. Mm, um, mm. For me, that involves a lot of questioning. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so and dealing with those things. So um, through high school, there was a book called Love Is Now, which that particularly helped me because um, at the time I was questioning whether God really does love me with everything I've done and who I am. Yeah. Um, and that book really confirmed to me that, um, yeah, he does no matter what we think of ourselves or, um, yeah, what we've done, that we belong to him. So things like that have really helped me yeah. along the way. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Yep. What was your story like, Hannah? Um, so similarly, I grew up in a Christian home. Mm. So we'd always gone to church, been involved in church, grew up hearing about Jesus and spending time in prayer together as a family. The time I remember making a commitment to follow Jesus was a similar age, probably about 11 or 12. Yep. Um, we were on a family holiday listening to an audio book in the car when that was the days that you did that before wow. DVDs and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a story that used the Good Shepherd as a parallel to Jesus. And I don't remember a lot else about the story, but it struck with me. And at that point, I decided that I'd make a commitment to follow Jesus in my life. Mm. I know that I'd questioned mum on things earlier than that, um, but that was the first time I really remember making that decision. Um, throughout high school, I probably didn't wrestle too much with a lot of things. The church we went to was fairly small, uh, so I guess I wasn't exposed to mm. 
uh, a lot of variety of ideas um, in relation to my faith. It was more once I left home and went to university, I remember going along to a Bible study and going, wow, I feel like I know nothing yeah, and right. lots of people have lots of more ideas and questions and things to wrestle with. So that was a really a time for me um, of owning my faith for myself and working out, well, what do I actually believe and not just cruising along because that's what I'd always done. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, since then to continue to grow um, and learn more about God and grow in relationship with him. Mm. Do you feel like those experiences have helped shape your conversations with other people? I know you've been in worship ministry and youth ministry here and, you know, the movement from agronomy to teaching, all those, have they helped shape the way that you respond to people, do you think, and engage with people at a wide variety of interests and levels? Yeah, I think our experience is always useful yeah. and you'll always find someone that you can relate to um, through the different things that you've been through, whether it's you know someone else that's grown up in a Christian home and has just sort of cruised along because that's all they've known um, or someone who is a wrestler and asks lots of questions like Damien. <laughs> um, always someone to relate to there too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's great to talk things out with other people because then you sort of get um, or hear other opinions of other people. And that, well, for me, that really challenges my beliefs then and then we can talk about it and I'll look somewhere else and find out more information. So that grows me and hopefully the other person as well. So, yeah, yeah hugely shaping, I think. Yeah, cool. Mm. Now, it's, we should actually say that you actually met here, didn't you? Yes. And <laughs> served in youth ministry together and fell in love over youth ministry, didn't you, really? That well, was the whole... Much. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's a few girls in the youth group who would say that they set us up, but yes. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were clued on well before them. That's so. right, that's right. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, very good. So over the last few years, you've, you've felt this growing call into something more, uh, into exploring that God's got something else that we call mission. Um, Tell us a little bit about that journey. Tell us, you know, the seed that was, you know, the, the call, the seed of the call being planted, the working through the discerning, the exploring one opportunity that didn't quite unfold in the opportunity that you, you know, just as much as you want to share, as much, you know, is, is it easy to share in a succinct kind of way? Yeah, I guess both of us um, had an interest in mission like in our high school years, I don't remember a particular point um, where I like where was the start of that so, right. so much as just it was always something in the background. Um, and even when I was choosing or deciding what I wanted to do uh, for work, um, choosing a health profession was appealing because I knew that there would be the opportunity to serve overseas with that in the future. And I think that's probably similar for you too. Yep. Um, and then that's grown throughout our 20s and then um, as yeah. we were married as well and then, yeah, we've explored together some things too. So the, the original plan was actually we'd be married and we'd go overseas and work pretty much straight away. That was sort right. of the plan and okay. now we're six, six years, years in <laughs> and, yeah, we're still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plans change. Yeah, well, hang on. Six years renovating a house, two children and a change of career. Like yep. it's not just six years, is it? No, yeah, it's been... Very calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, what's been the biggest things that maybe you've taken away from that journey? What have been the biggest highlights perhaps in that time? Um, one thing I think certainly is that it's in God's timing, not our own. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, we thought we'd be gone a long time ago, but mm. um, life has, has, like, things have come up in life and um, the opportunity, I suppose, hasn't 
come or not till now. Mm. Um, so just learning to trust in God with that um, is a big thing. Yeah, I feel like we're at a place now though where we have a lot of peace about the timing, like even through this year where, you know, things changed again yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, that I don't feel like at any stage we were worried about that because we knew that God's been faithful through all those changes before, like this change is no different. Um, if he still wants us to go, we will go and we'll just keep following his lead uh, in that. So, yeah, that I guess has shaped us over the last however many years that we've yeah. been looking to go. Yeah. 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 So I guess just, yeah, learning to relax in God and that he will use us here or he will use us there. Um, yeah, wherever we are, he, he will use us. I think that's been a really good lesson to learn. I think it's an, an it's astonishing thing as I sit here and listen to you say that too. It's not even just about God's timing, but it's the... Um, it's the impact that that has on a broader thing. Like you know, when you got married, it's about, oh, we'll go overseas and work and that'll be exciting and that'll be really easy to do. And now it's not even just the two of you, it's two more people as well. So the sense of secure, security might be the wrong word, but the sense of um, rest and peace in that, having two children and saying we're going anyway, I think is a great testimony of God's faithfulness in your heart for God. I just think it's an incredible witness. Yeah, yeah. Um. There's probably no question in that. I just wanted to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm interested. Like, do you want to tell us a little bit about the sense of we thought we were going here and we ended up here, kind of thing? Is that like, is that worth unpacking or not? Yeah. Um, so initially we were. Um, well, you can probably even start back before we were married. Yeah. Well, way back, um, I was thinking I'd go overseas um, in agriculture, so in yeah consultant sort of capacity. Wow. Um, and so I, I did go overseas for nine months or so and travelled around different um, organisations, particularly in Africa, um, to check out what it's like to work in, in these mission organisations. Um, but I was pretty disillusioned after that. Um, yeah, right. Because I guess mostly because it was quite rough and I was sick for a lot of the time. Right. So I thought, okay. well, how am I going to do this if I'm just sick all the time? Mm, mm, mm. Um, so I came back from that thinking, oh, this is that actually what, what I should be doing? But then over the years, the desire for me has grown again um, to go overseas. And since then I've switched careers into teaching because it was like I always wanted to work with kids. So yep. um, yeah. So, and then together we um, did a trip a few years ago to um, Thailand and to Switzerland to um, have, a look at it, have a look at another couple of options. And... That was exciting, but we just never felt the sort of peace in it, I think, was it? And it didn't really lead anywhere. So I think mm. especially when we're in Thailand, like there was a lot of excitement about what we saw there and the opportunities, but it was very much like that door was closed. Yeah, right. Um, well, they after didn't a while. need a, my, um, like a science teacher at yep. the time. So we thought, well, that might be, you know, they, they don't need me there. So yeah. that's probably a pretty good indication um, but maybe not Thailand at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then um, Stephen and Kathy came to speak a couple of times here at church over a period of a few years. Um, and both times that they came to speak, we got pretty excited about it, um, yeah. about the, the school in Mauritius, Lighthouse School, um, just with the, they needed science teachers, they needed an agriculture teacher and it was this great-looking school, and yeah, I thought this was awesome. Yeah. Um, 
and they sounded like they were doing some really good things there. Mm. So we mm. really wanted to explore that in a little bit more detail. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess then just over 12 months ago now, we went to Mauritius for a week and looked at the school, looked around the island. Um, yeah. And I guess since then, God's just continued to open those doors um, as we've sought him Um yeah, and that's where we're looking to head at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Which I hadn't, hadn't joined the dots, but it's just really exciting to know that we've done this whole journey with Steve and Kathy and we're going to be able to continue it with you. I mean, it's just I hadn't joined those dots for whatever reason, but I'm just that's really exciting to see that's, yeah. Um, I know being a mother is a significant call and role. Have you got a particular other role or is it sim- simply about going and being a part of the community and blessing the community through your role as mum and wife and parents together? Is that what you're imagining? Um, to start with anyway, yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah, especially while the kids are quite small. Yes. Um, that will be what I am planning to do is be at home, look after them and then get to know locals yeah. um, and love and support other women and families yeah. in particular. But obviously... Um, roles on mission can change significantly over the years so definitely open to what that could look like um, and Mm -hmm. yeah maybe using my healthcare skills to yes in some way who knows can certainly see and imagine that I don't you're not going to sit around with your hands tied are you no I don't generally do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, I know that the process of uh, application and preparation has um got its own challenges, but it's been particularly challenging this year. Tell us a little bit about what's unfolded for you this year. Um, yeah, so often there'd be quite a few courses and things that you do face-to-face, um, and that's obviously have to all be done on Zoom. Um, so that's been interesting. On the one hand, it's met, meant we could do a lot more courses because we didn't have to go to Melbourne or Sydney or wherever, um, just do them from home. Um, but on the other hand, meeting those people and forming those relationships within Pioneers, the organisation we're going with, and um, other couples that are thinking of going over, that hasn't happened as mm, much. So mm, mm. Um, that's been a bit of a, a challenge, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even things like assessments, doing them and interviews, doing them via Zoom. Yes. Um, yeah. Is very different to doing them in person, as yes. I'm sure everyone knows this year, um, what it's like to meet on Zoom and get fatigue after being on screens for a while rather than meeting people face to face um and then it's changed the timing of things as well this year i think we started the application process with pioneers late last year early this year thinking we'd have all of that done well and truly before liam came along which yeah, right. so we're thinking april may and then of course that didn't happen no, um, yeah. and it's delayed until the last month or so wow. um, which has been okay that's there's been good things in that too and things have continued to happen over that time um but yeah it's just been different than what we thought even 12 months ago yeah has it been another reminder of god's timing and trusting in god you know because i mean having a second child is hectic enough and busy enough and tiring enough let alone thinking i have to put myself on a screen for conversations yeah like, has that been another <laughs> lesson in god's faithfulness and timing yeah. in that? Is yeah, that for yeah. sure yeah. yeah i think it's actually been really good um, because we were initially thinking we'd go end of this year or six months into next year Um, but yeah that's slowed down now but this is it feels like a real good time of preparation now I think Um, just mainly spiritually I think Mm, like there's 
a lot of things that we like to work on before we get over there in terms of resilience and our relationship with God. And that's mm. something that we can now have a bit more time to um, mm. focus on. Mm. So I think that's going to be really helpful. Yeah. And in some ways too, the pandemic has given us a little bit of taste of what it might be like when we get to Mauritius okay. in terms of the isolation. Okay. So when you're in wow. lockdown, like a lot of the like life group and mentors and people that we would see face-to-face regularly here, we've had to then instead do those yes. via Zoom, which right. is what we will need to do when we're in Mauritius too. Mm. So there will be that physical isolation from yeah. those mature relationships that we have here, at least initially until we build those relationships yeah. there. So I guess we've learned and grown some in some ways through that process too that has helped prepare us for when we do go. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I don't remember who told me, but someone said, don't expect to just be the missionary over there that you want to be. Like you have to be that person here and then that will translate to over there. So... Um, yeah, learning all these things while we're here is is a great thing to do. Not expect it all to fall into place when we're over in Mauritius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just putting in those good skills and habits now. I think, which yeah. we will then continue to grow. And learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sure. yeah, it's always continuing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't really know. You know, it's hard to you don't really know the environment or the culture until you're in the midst of it. Do you, you can have a taste? Yeah. But living there and being a part of it is something very different. Yep. Totally. Question without notice. Um, what would you be saying to someone who watches this and perhaps is, oh, you know, I don't know if God is real or God, if, if God really is interested in what I can bring or, you know, I don't really know what God wants me to do or, or someone sitting here thinking there's something burning in their hearts that God, they think God is calling them into, but they're not really sure. What would you like? What would you say to them? Um, just take those steps so I think we've be we've found very much so that um, as we take steps like there'll be things and we go we don't know which way you're leading us God but we're going to step here and trust that you will tell us whether it's the right way or not Um, I think we found that to be very true there's a quote um, hanging on our wall that says uh, faith is taking the first step even when you can't see the whole staircase. Um, mm. And we've, yeah, I think that's something that has rung true for us again and again in this process that, yeah, even though you can feel isolated and alone um, and not sure of where God's leading you at a time, we have just found that stepping out in faith and going, well, God, I'm going to do this and trust that you're going to show me one way or another and he comes through. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And it, I think it usually is just, that one step, like mm, I yeah. haven't really seen God show me the whole staircase no. or as the end result. As much as we would like that yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Would you yeah. go if God showed you the whole staircase? Well, no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> and then where would faith come into it as yeah, well? Yeah, that's right. So tell us about some of the work that you're doing or hope to be doing over in Mauritius. Oh, yeah. So... Um, Probably the main thing that I'll want to um, or that I'll initially be doing is working at Lighthouse School. Mm-hmm. Um, depends what sort of teachers they'll need, but science and agriculture would be the, the sure. logical ones. Um, so they're, they're developing an, um, an agricultural farm or they have a plot of land next to the school which they want to develop as a school farm, I suppose, um, and then develop into a kind of a TAFE program so that that's an alternative pathway for students. Um, So they're working on that at the moment, or they were when we were over there. Um, So that's something that would be pretty exciting to be a part of as well. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what are you most um, nervous about in terms of the next step? Uh, I think, like, well, for me anyway, the next step being here is probably not too nerve-wracking. In some ways it's exciting. We get to now more intentionally invite people to partner with yep. us in this because yep. we know that uh, we can't go on our own. We need an army of people praying for us um, back here mm. as well as the financial support to go. And yep. we um, very much acknowledge that we're going as part of a team. We're not going on our own. I think for me it'll be when we get there setting up again. I like routine. I know that I like routine and I do well in that. So setting up those routines, working out how to get around, um, especially when Damien will probably be at school most days and I'll be at home mm -hmm. um, and building relationships, mm -hmm. um, stepping out of my comfort zone a bit to do that. That will be the harder thing for me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I think – yeah, for me as well, the change in routine yes. and just learning the whole new culture. Um, yes. And like with teaching, you have that day-to-day -day pressure to get the next lesson yes. running. So doing that amongst settling into a whole new culture, I think, mm. um, yeah, that that will be challenging, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Can I just, I just, um, I know as a church and people have gathered around you, we're incredibly proud of you. We love you lots. Um, we... Uh, have this sense of sadness mixed with joy in terms of uh, the anticipation of your leaving, but just a sense of joy that you've continued to grow and mature in your faith in the midst of questions and struggles and wrestles. You've continued to pursue the heart of God for your life and for your family, and you continue to pass that on to your family, which I think is a great gift. And it's not even just to your family, but to those that you've ministered with and amongst and to, that becomes a witness to them as well, and that will bear fruit for generations. So um, we trust. I want to pray for you shortly, certainly, but I just wanted to really just speak that love into you and just um, we're really excited about what God has for you in the future and knowing that there'll be moments where we're not sure or we don't know and um, wrestle, but also to know that God is faithful in all things and through all things. And we just want to bless and honour you and just express our love to you in this time. And, um, yeah, really excited what the future holds for us in partnership with this ministry. It's really exciting. So well done. Yeah, cool. As as we've highlighted those uh, mission partnerships, the uh, Open Doors, Empart, and with Damien and Hannah, as well as the continuing partnerships with Stephen and Kathy, Rowan and Rachel, uh, and Margaret as well, um, the giving opportunity will be there on our generous app as well as through our website, horsham.org.au. All those um, narrations will be there for you to post so we know where to direct your money well. Um, and I know with Damien and Hannah, we'll begin raising funds for them as soon as people start giving. We'll hold an account here uh, until such time where they need those resources to begin flights and training and whatever comes along their way. So we'd love to partner with them uh, in prayer and financially as well. If you would like to partner really intentionally with Damien and Hannah, you, you can send an email to office at horsham.org.au and we will forward your, send us your details, so your email uh, or post address or whatever information will be helpful with your full name and then we can forward that on to Damien and Hannah and they will make touch with you from there. So that's send your details to office at horsham.org.au if you'd like to be a really intentional partner and personal partner with Damien and Hannah. Have I covered everything? I think that's all we needed to say, wasn't it? Thanks. Cool. Excellent. All right. Let me pray for you then. Is that all right? All right. So Father, we, want to, we just want to come before you first and Father, we want to say... Um, 
firstly, thank you for who you are. Thank you that you are a faithful God. Thank you that um, your, your grace extends far beyond anything that we could ever imagine. Your grace allows us to see just one step. And even when we look for so much more, your grace just extends one step at a time. And we thank you that we can put our trust in you. We thank you for the witness that Damien and Hannah have already expressed uh, today in their love for you, in their heart for you, and their desire to continue to bear fruit for your kingdom, to explore uh, the depths of what you might have in store for them. Uh, Father, it's really difficult. Uh, and this time I'm just really sensing that this will be the time when we'd normally gather around and, and lay hands on Damien and Hannah. And I just pray that in this time that they would feel that love of the church family, love of their wider family in this moment, the, the love of family and friends, of mentors gathering around them, gathering their arms around them and upholding them in prayer, upholding them in your love, ministering to them, continuing to speak life and hope and vision into their hearts and their minds and their spirits. Father, we want to pray that you will bless this family uh, in all that they need and in all their provisions, that they, you would bless them with all the spiritual blessings that you've already set aside for them. Father, we pray that you will raise up partners for them that will uh, bless them beyond anything that they could ever ask or imagine. Father, I want to pray that you will sustain and encourage and strengthen Damien and Hannah in their marriage and as they raise their two beautiful children as well. May their children and children to come uh, be people who follow Jesus because of the witness that Damien and Hannah have established. We ask that you bear fruit in this community, in their neighbourhood, as they continue to explore conversations and work and be a family in this community. But Father, we pray that you'd already be preparing um, the harvest for Damien and Hannah to walk in to and to bring about the harvest for your kingdom. May you sustain them in all the ways. May they continue to draw closer to you as your children, as husband and wife. May you strengthen them and love them and continue to prepare for them for all that you have in store for them. And may they above all else continue to trust in you in all of their ways. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.